Welcome back, Kittitas Valley Sports Talk fans, to another episode, almost a part two, of your Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Rodeo Edition episodes brought to you by the McGregor Company. Like I said before, making all the fields green right now. We're about to start getting crazy farming here in the Kittitas Valley. And also a big thank you to the Ellensburg Rodeo, sponsoring the podcast. We're super excited to have them on join up for this. I am Eric Sorensen, joined here by John Gudat, the talent, the voice of the Valley. Sure. He is the reason this thing goes smoothly. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so thank you for being here, allowing us to, to grace us with your presence. You say thank you for being here like it's a... Uh, a chore for me to come <laughs> well, in and talk about the Ellensburg Rodeo and talk about rodeo while we're in the world-famous Gold Bucket. Absolutely. Rodeo. We're on site. The best studio we've had so far, hands down. With the, the great view that we have just looking uh, westward down the arena. Um, yeah. that That's pretty much brown velvet right there, the, the arena dirt. Uh, who yeah. do we credit for that? We're going to credit Doolin or Clift or, or Brian. What do we do? I don't know. we got to figure that one out because who's the best raker? Who is the best raker? Should, <laughs> we, should we get these guys to we defend should. themselves? We should. Let's, we'll start with, we got Kerry Clift here off to my right. Thank you for joining us on the Thank podcast today. Thank you for today. having me. We got Brian Twardowski sitting here to our right also. Yep. Thanks for having us. Returning guest to the, the rodeo. Yes, sir. And here across the table, the, man, the, 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 the head the honcho, the boss man. The man in the can. We're going to go ahead and call him the godfather <laughs> of the Ellensburg Rodeo. <laughs> oh, our Jerry Doolin. Jerry Doolin. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, my goodness. Thanks for having us. Um, let's uh, try not to use last names here when we uh, talk about me that way. But uh, thanks for having us today. Absolutely. Well, thank you, guys. You know, it's, it's Jerry's a longtime listener, first-time caller. That's so, right. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. First time, hopefully if it goes good, he wants to come back. We yep. don't scare him off for this yep. one. But uh, No, it, it's really excited to be here. You know, you're looking out through – we're in the Gold Buck Club looking over the rodeo arena – and, you know, I, I referenced in the, the last episode about being a baseball guy, and I'm, I'm having this vision of being at Safeco Field on a Sunday, right, and the, and the sun shining in. And, and it's the same thing I'm seeing right now. That, you know, they got all the stands, they're empty right now, but there's some people in the arena riding. It's a, you got that little shine going on. The sunset's about to hit, and it's just a beautiful day and, and a great venue. And just to show how great this rodeo is that we have here in our valley. In three and a half months from now, Hopefully, it will be a packed house. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that's why we got you guys here, to give us all the information to keep us up to date. So where, do, where should we start, John? Where do we start? Uh, let's start talking about the moving target that is our world right now. Of Rules seem to be uh, placed and then changed, and, and lately it seems like maybe changed for the better. Um, so maybe you guys can tell us from a rodeo perspective, is there – Maybe a light at the end of the tunnel. We don't know what that light looks like, but um, are we more confident about the Ellsberg Rodeo today in terms of being able to put it on than we were a year ago right now? 100%. 100%. You know, you put it, you put it well there, John. We've been planning. We meet regularly. Uh, but the level of confidence and the enthusiasm that we have for the rodeo happening this Labor Day weekend is strong. We have a high level of belief that we're going to have a wonderful rodeo. Exactly the shape and form and the regulations that may or may not be around come Labor Day weekend, still a little TBD, but the belief and the confidence and the enthusiasm is continuing to grow. We have a great relationship with our local authorities, and of course, you know, Olympia still has uh, a little bit there, but it sounds like things are really going to start opening up as people get vaccinated as the case counts go down all of those good things uh, we get deeper into the summer we believe that things are going to be just fine 
I totally agree with you, Brian. We, uh, you know, I'd like to take us back to last year, um, Father's Day weekend. I got a phone call at 7.30 in the morning from Dr. Larson. Um, <clears throat> went completely out of his way to call me and talk to me. Um, we've had good relations with Dr. Larson with information and things are, are looking bright. Our future is looking really bright. We believe that we'll have a rodeo. Um, like Brian just said, there's going to be a few things that may be a little bit different, but I can guarantee you right now that if something's not 100% the way it was two years ago, there's not one fan that's going to be disappointed because we're going to put on the Ellensburg Rodeo to the best of our ability. Absolutely. You know, it was, it was really weird last year, uh, Labor Day weekend. I mean, every year we're doing something. I think I had to work more which is very unfortunate. So we need to make sure we have this thing so I can get off the tracker, get my button down, watch the rodeo here. So whether, and even if I'm not watching it in person, I'm just going to be so excited that this thing is actually going to happen. And I just feel like the way the world's turning it, I, my personal, and people listening, this is my personal feeling. I just have a good feeling that this is all going to happen. Yeah, we've uh, done a lot of homework. Um, I don't think I've ever got more texts back from directors going, dude, I graduated college 25 years ago. Why am I getting homework on the weekend? <laughs> um, but we, had to, we have to look at everything. You know, we have to do our diligence to make sure that what we do is safe for the, our fans, our contestants, um, the Valley, and uh, put on the best event we can with uh, all those things in mind. You guys have all said – um, many times, I mean, the amount of effort it takes to put on a, a rodeo year after year after year, I think, I can't remember who said it, but maybe you guys have also said it, it takes like 18 months. I mean, you're planning maybe already 2022, mm-hmm. starting to plan that already. So um, did this just give, give you, I mean, the silver lining of losing last year, I guess, did it just give you more time to make sure that 2021 is just kicking butt? Or something stronger than that. <laughs> I, th- I think it made us um, put a lot more stuff in perspective because putting on um, the Ellensburg Rodeo year after year, and as many of us has been on the board for so many years, it just kind of it flows. It comes natural. We know what we need to do. Um, but this last year and a half has not flown. It's not been natural. It's been a major challenge. Um, I don't think I've ever in my home life um, worked as hard at something as our board has um, six, seven days a week. It's it's nonstop. I mean, I'm getting texts at 11 o'clock at night when I should be asleep, and I wake up at 1 o'clock going, aha, I got this figured out, and (laughs) then we're back and forth. So our our whole entire board has has committed 100%, 110%, and put everything into it. So we're moving forward. We talked to uh, the Ellsberg Rodeo uh, Royal Court a little bit earlier, and we were talking about some of the things that they're looking forward to um, just for the rodeo season, but but just also for Labor Day weekend. So when Labor Day weekend comes, which is um, an incredibly exhausting but exhilarating weekend, what are you guys looking forward to? I mean, one thing you. that you really missed – I can actually uh, start out with that one. You know, obviously the concert, what I'm in charge of, and the Go Buckle, and you know, the Sunday night party is a big, you know, thing with the things I'm in charge of. But uh, selfishly, you know, with Cora being the 
queen, it's, uh, I wanted her to have that opportunity because she deserved it and wasn't given that chance last year. So just for her to be able to, to experience the full effect of Rodeo Weekend and that, you know, as the queen is, that's what I'm looking forward to, uh, just to watch her and, and uh, as I'm watching her practice out in the arena right now. You know, <laughs> yeah. going by. You know it's, it's uh, that excitement for me is just, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Right. For me, it's, it's without a doubt, it's about seeing this doom and gloom and this blanket of bewilderment and doubt just disappear and see our community rally and come together and enjoy one another. Yeah. To me, that celebration, which the rodeo is always represented as a celebration for our community, but I think in 2021, it's got a whole nother level of meaning as far as people just being able to come together, family, friends, neighbors, even people across the region, and just celebrate the fact that, you know, <laughs> we, can, we can come back together, we can do it in a safe way, and we can have a heck of a lot of fun. Right. Right. Yeah, I agree with both of these guys. We, uh, you know, to sit there and look in the stands and see every single one of the fans, the smile on their face, they're having a great time. They're getting out and they're doing something that they enjoy. Um, you know, as well as the contestants, you know, our volunteer base, um, there's so many volunteers that come and help us put this on and when they're up there being an usher, taking tickets and, uh, seating people and helping with with those types of things and have them look over their shoulder and look in the arena and see something happening. I mean, it's the whole entire picture. I mean, what the Ellensburg Rodeo Board has done for so many years is put on one of the greatest events ever in this this arena. Um, boy, it's, it's hard to pinpoint it to one thing because you just sit there and take it all in. I am looking forward to not having to ride in grand entry this year you know, <laughs> after, after my chest being ripped open last year. So that was probably the saving grace for me because I had open heart surgery on Labor Day weekend last year. You know, I was trying to figure out a way to put a, a, a positive spin on, on Doolin's uh, surgery, and I think he just did it. Yep, he did it for you. Doesn't have to get beat to death <laughs> by a horse or something like yeah, that. Right. Yeah. Doesn't have to be a highlight in case of bucks or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about a pony and a chariot, you know, something oh, simple. That, we might need to sponsor you know, that. You know what? That's, that's on the record. we got to make that happen. Oh, I think so. yeah. I think I'm, so. Country, I'm willing to let you pay for it and everything. I, I know. Mean, I think we can figure that one out. Just to make the memories worth it. You know, I tell you what. For, I got for, a miniature mule I can put him on. <laughs> yes, Rosie. Yep. Hey, Rosie out there. I think Ooh, we can, you can Rosie. Hey, we're, an ass on an ass. We're halfway right? there. <laughs> well, if that's the case, then you would be on it. <laughs> and I'm not riding tag team with you. <laughs> that right there, that's, that's, what I, yeah. that's what I miss. So during Bears and Bronx just a couple weekends ago, just sitting behind the word, standing behind the shoes, just kind of taking it all in, and I was like, "Man, this just, this just feels right," you know. And and uh, to me, Labor Day weekend is, is like a like a family reunion, really. So my my wife and girls, my three daughter or my my three girls, my wife and two daughters, we, uh, I mean, we I say this all the time in whatever venue is I'm talking about, but you know, we um, we spent a lot of time, effort, and and money and energy, and just making sure our Labor Day weekend is good. Just because that's that's what you do here, you know, and and so I'm just I'm looking forward to it. Like on Friday night, 
of Labor Day weekend, uh, last year, you know, I, I, I had to come to the arena, right? And uh, the Royal Court was here um, taking pictures, if I remember correctly, and a mm-hmm. uh, few of us kind of hung out, um, just, you know, hanging out, swapping stories and stuff, and, and uh, that's what we need to do. But You we, can mention we were in behind the shoots drinking beer. That's okay. <laughs> you know, and, they were. It, it, they yeah, were. They were. I was double fisting. <laughs> I was double fisting water. That's know? right. I so, just so, so, so we could get that feel. Yeah, yeah. We wanted to get that feel, but... Uh, um, yeah, and I want to do the same thing this year, except with nine thousand of my closest friends here. So, right. um, you know, if if the guidelines allow us to fill the stands, I say us as in I'm a board member, but <laughs> the guidelines allow the rodeo to fill the stands. Great if it's twenty five, fifty, seventy five percent, whatever it is. Hopefully, every stand, every seat that's available, hopefully is filled. Well, and if I understand things right, it's still going to be on TV. We hope. Yes, sir. Uh, we signed a three-year deal with Cowboy Channel, which okay. is the, the PRCA, um, the, the PRCA endorsed kind of media outlet. So they've been covering a lot of rodeos, great content. Actually, I think my TV at home is just stuck on that channel. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I know where the remote is anymore. But they, they're coming to cover our event. Uh, they're thrilled with uh, covering all five of our performances, uh, including the Extreme Bulls. And then they'll also uh, be in town to do the uh, best of the best roping uh, that they're wanting to get covered as well. That we're, it's a new event that we're going to be doing on uh, Wednesday. So Wednesday afternoon, we're partnering with uh, a group of folks that have taken it over from Scott and Joe Rep and the, and the West Star group. Uh, they'll be helping produce with us uh, the best of the best roping. Uh, and Cowboy Channel is also looking to cover wow. that. So, yeah, That's we're really excited cool. to have them in town. That's awesome. I didn't realize they were covering that, too. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, the best of the best. I, t- I tell you what, I, I, I'm really happy that, um, that that's a tradition that's continuing. Um, I look forward. I mean, it's, it's quite the event. And uh, um, I'm just thrilled that, you know, it's got, you know, we have a new perspective, a little bit of new life, um, um, you know, with it being in a, in a different venue. And, and uh, so, um, I mean, that's just another, another payday, another uh, – uh, fan perspective for I mean there's some people who are diehard extreme bowls Saturday night people and then there's some people who are just diehard roping and the the best of the best will really um, I'm, I'm just glad to see that that's a tradition continuing and and uh, probably uh, we get another logistical question that you guys have to fit in a in a <laughs> weekend uh, if, if you were given the gift of time to have another day or another couple of hours a day to, to make it all work. But exactly. um, I know the fans will be appreciative of seeing that here. Yeah, we're really excited about folding that into what we do across Labor Day weekend. We've always been appreciative of Scott and Joe hosting that out there. Uh, but, but life moves on, things change, and uh, it makes sense to bring it into uh, our format. And we're, again, not that we're doing it all. There's a separate committee uh, led by uh, some really, you know, uh, uh, passionate folks about that event in the Valley that are team ropers themselves and they want to see it carry on. So we're partnering with them, uh, but they're going to do a great job producing that and we'll host it. Uh, and and the, again, the contestants love it, right? Uh, they, this is, uh, Ellensburg is a very special stop on the rodeo trail and it's events like that, that add to on already our great uh, rodeo that add to their experience. And when you consider the added money, that uh, that event does, plus the rodeo, plus our extreme bulls, 
you know, depending on the year, we're well over a half a million dollars and sometimes even over $600,000 that gets paid out to Cowboys in Kittitas Valley over Labor Day weekend. So we're excited about that. It's, it's, pretty, in, in, it's pretty insane because Ellensburg on its, road, on its own with the added money, um, you know, top 20 rodeo ever since I've been around, and this is my 22nd year, I think it is. And, and uh, um, I mean, there's just so much money to be won, um, no matter what. Uh, what event you're you're uh, you're roping in or riding in or, or anything like that? Uh, you know, we mentioned um, you know we got the, the Ellensburg Rodeo, and then year after year we have the Extreme Bowls, and a little bit of change here. But I guess the the one constant that we have is I I know the Extreme Bowls is now we're not hosting the finale, but we're still hosting the Extreme Bowls. And so, can you kind of talk a little bit about that? And yeah, so the PRCA has. Um been looking at expanding the um, Extreme Bowls tour. They want their goals up to 50 events. And wow. to do that, the finale would not be able to fall on Labor Day weekend. So um, we're still uh, one of the top dogs. We put out some of the most money for the Extreme Bowls. And, uh, you know, this is where it all began. The x Bowls started in Ellensburg. Um, we're, we're proud of the fact that we started something that everybody wants to be part of, um, and we will still have our extreme balls. It'll be as good as it's ever been, and it'll be hopefully a packed house, obviously depending on how, uh, you know, the logistics work. So we're, uh, we're excited for it, and we're looking forward to putting on. You know, one thing that I wanted to say is when I, when I first saw the PRCA announcing – um, you know, the, the format change and everything. I was disappointed because I thought it would take maybe a little bit of the, the luster off of it, but that's that's pretty much impossible because um, Saturday night, it's the place to be. It still will be tons of money. Top bull riders in the world will be here. Tons of fireworks. It's a good chance I'm going to be singing ACDC with, <laughs> with everybody else. And I was looking, because I'm a total statistics geek, I was looking, I mean, in the 17, 18 years the extreme bowls have been here. Uh, I think it's 11 years where we've been hosting the finale, but we've always hosted an event. Um, I think there was a couple of years where it was in Kissimmee and maybe Omaha or Des Moines or some random place. Um, so, I mean, year after year, we've always hosted. I remember that prototype event. BJ Schumacher was the only one that rode in the final <laughs> and he got bucked off it. 8.00001 seconds, I remember. And I just remember thinking, wow, you guys have a problem because this is going to be another kick-butt event that you're going to have to figure out. And obviously, you guys have figured it out year after year. It's just amazing. Well, the neat thing from, um, like, Fred Betcher and those guys that come out here to put on the production is they always talk about how no matter where they go, nobody has – a crew that can make it work so flawlessly. Um, it's like second nature. We put on what we believe is, is the best of the best event with the best. So um, when you have the, the production side of it going, you guys make my life easy. This is so amazing. And it, it, it does. I, I believe it goes off pretty flawless. Mm-hmm. 100%. What... Uh, um what are some other changes that we might see, or does that remain to be seen based off of 
directives that that come down from Olympia or or maybe even just locally here um, in terms of uh, there's going to be limits per per section or or anything like that or again that just remains to be seen. Yeah, totally. I I think that uh, we're we're planning for a, a full on event. Um, we're going to do everything in our power to get there. Like I said, our board has put so much effort into this that um, I don't think that there's not one stone that we haven't turned over um, and working, like I said, with Dr. Larson and um, coming up with inconsistencies and trying to get things changed to um, go the way that we want them to go. It's it's worked really well, so um, time's going to tell yeah. exactly how it's going to go down. I got a question for Cliff over here because I heard a rumor last year, and unfortunately it was a false rumor. And I've heard another rumor that it might come back, but is it true that John Gouda and the Cowpie Shit Kickers are kicking off the concert this year? Because yeah. <laughs> I want to see his voice. I, I do remember talking about that yeah. last year. So we just I gotta, remember there being a few Coors Lights involved. That but I think there was a rehearsal them. date that we had to set. Yeah. First, so we can, uh, you know, Chance McKinney and uh, David Lee Murphy have approved for you to uh, oh, come in there and bang the drums. But yeah, I, I let's just go. need to, uh, we, we can make that happen. All right. Um, sure, sure. Voice of angels. Well, ride, a, ride a bull and play some drums with Chance McKinney. And, riding yeah. a bull is using some pretty uh, liberal, you know, you're being pretty liberal with that language of riding. I don't, I don't know. What, what is the concert going to look like? I mean, uh, so same lineup. Uh, sounds like that was a slam dunk of these guys yeah. wanted to be here. Yeah, they, uh, you know, they really easy to work with and understood what we were facing last year, and we held off uh, as long as we could. And just was it last week? Said, hey, let's we're gonna give it a whirl. So they're good to go. So Chance McKinney will be opening up, and David Lee Murphy will be partying the night on and uh, bringing some good music from the '90s and until current. You know, right. he's got a lot of hits. He's wrote a lot of songs for other artists. Uh, out there with Kenny Chesney and Jason Aldean, but he is able to sing those songs. So there's, you know, songs like Big Green Tractor, you know, <laughs> yeah. it was wrote, wrote by by David Lee Murphy and then going back to his hits of Dust on the Bottle. So we got a pretty uh, big range of music that he'll be bringing. So um, the footprint, you know, is to be, de, you know, to be determined, but hopefully it'll be the same and uh, we'll be able to fill that arena floor, but, uh, there's some things that we can adjust if it need be right. to have this concert. But, right, I mean, we could put it on as it is now. But uh, uh, we'll just uh, as, as it gets further into the end of June, we'll, we'll be able to have a little more specifics on that part of it. Right. So, But really excited to, to have the opportunity to kick off Thursday night with that, that, with that event. Can you buy tickets now? Or, yes. Or, okay. Yes, they Perfect. are. They are available for purchase now. Yeah. And, uh, we do have a, something new this year. We're doing a, a party pit, so limited basis. So it'll be front row seats right up in, the, in a section right up in the front row. So you know, pay a little extra there to be in that little uh, party pit. So, uh, and that is a limited, limited space right now. So. Well, if John's singing, I'm paying the money. Yep. <laughs> so, I was just going to say, I think your card is on file when people <laughs> log in with a special discount code. I don't know if Big Country Media is there yet. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> but for John Goodett and the shit kickers, we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> what about, uh, you know, we talk about Ellensburg Rodeo, but I know on normal years, uh, you guys 
travel a little bit you know might see i've seen pictures of you guys at you know a, a sisters maybe you'll be there this weekend at in cooley or something well you probably will be there yes. cliff but uh any travel plans to meet up with other uh to see other rodeos and meet up with other uh, uh committees well we have a short trip uh scheduled uh, what is it about 19 hour drive there carrie so we'll get into the hall of fame here in a minute but yeah on, in route to hall of fame a couple of us are actually going to go through sheridan wyoming so we'll have the the privilege of spending some time at the Y.O. Rodeo in Sheridan. That's their uh, first night that we'll be there, their first PRCA. Uh, yep. Yeah. So look, looking forward to going. You know, the camaraderie, we've talked about that before. That's, you know, pervasive across all the rodeo. You know, I just send a text to a buddy that I've met in Las Vegas a couple of times who don't know each other well but know of each other and say, hey, going to be in Sheridan such and such a date. He comes back, you know, yeah, we're going to host you. We're going to put up a great time. But we're looking forward to just always learning something about how different people operate their rodeo and taking something back to Ellensburg. So we're looking forward to at least a few of us going to Sheridan in route to Colorado Springs. Well, I want to talk about Colorado Springs in just a little bit. But are there, are there and I think I already know the answer, but have you, have you guys ever been to Sheridan before or uh, at least for the rodeo there or – not to the rodeo. I've been to uh, many others in, in, in uh, Wyoming, but not, not to Sheridan. So, I mean, are there things that where I'm going with it is, I mean, every committee's got their, I mean, what works in Ellensburg probably doesn't work like this weekend in Cooley City. And what works in Cooley City doesn't work in Eugene over yep. 4th of July and stuff like that. So, I mean, are there things that you can like, wow, that looks good. It doesn't work in Ellensburg, but we can tweak it. I mean, do you always, you, you, it, yeah. it's a two way street, John, right? Uh, Sheridan's a great example. We in Ellensburg started the previous version of the board started what we're in now, the gold buckle club. Sheridan caught wind of that idea, came out to Ellensburg, studied us, what we did, what worked, what didn't work. And they've taken a copy of that plan and moved it to Sheridan. Now, I'm sure, I'm sure they've tweaked it a little bit, but they have their gold buckle club in Sheridan, patterned after Ellensburg. But it cuts both ways. That's why I'm excited to go to Sheridan and see how their format is. What do they do uniquely? How do they run their sponsorship program? How do they run their Slack? And how do they organize their video scoreboards? I mean, just to, it's always just little things that you can pick up on and say, well, if they can do it, how can we do it here and what would the benefit be? So we're always in kind of have an eye out for how do we get better? Just like the farmers, right? You're going down the road and say, how come his rows aren't as straight as mine? Or how come his rows are straighter than mine? How's that work? So that's right. Yeah. Maybe it's that McGregor fertilizer, huh? I think so. <laughs> don't, don't drink and corrugate. That's, yeah. that's Cliff. <laughs> Learn that one. Well, one of, the amazing, look Cliff. one of the amazing things about other committees is everybody's willing to share and communicate and talk about it. Um, and we try to build what works for us, and, and if they have questions, we you know answer them and help them. So going to all these different events is, is really a, a key to the success of continuing to improve the sport of the rodeo. Right. Kind of like when you know we, we were talking about it with the World Court earlier today of – you know, during the, the, the pageant and the coronation, I guess you could say they're kind of competing against each other, but it's really more of a camaraderie thing, and I would imagine the same thing. I mean, you're not, like, stealing ideas. You're just seeing what works and what doesn't work. And Absolutely. You know, we went uh, – three of us went to uh, Texas last year instead of going to Vegas for uh, the convention, and, you know, we, we were down there, and it was it was definitely different. The environment was completely – 
um, not what I expected, but the committees all met and the committees all talked and worked on ideas with each other. So mm-hmm. that was, it was good. Let's dive into that a little bit. Cause I'm sure you got a little bit more sleep. I'm sure this, this trip maybe, but, uh, <laughs> Other than that, I mean, what was it? What was it like down there? Because I know sitting at home watching the rodeo, the NFR, it looked awesome. It, it was a neat, you know, being in a cow town, like a, a cowboy town. What does it tell us about the experience of? Uh, so we, the three of us, that went down, <clears throat> went to the convention, which was early. Okay. In the week, um, you know, we get off the airplane, get in a cab, and head to the hotel, and we're driving down the road, and it's like I heard Texas was open, and everything was closed. Really? Um, it was kind of eerie a little bit at first. You know, get up the next morning, go down to get a, a bite to eat and a cup of coffee and um, talking with the waitresses saying, you know, this is the first time we've worked in six months. Really? Wow. Um, so they had been shut down. Now, mm-hmm. we had done the convention and left and come back, and every day that we were there, it progressively opened more and more. And then some of the other guys, in fact, I think Brian and Carrie went down, and by the time they got down there, it was even open more so. So it was it was the buildup, you know. Um, so definitely was was different. So I got a, you know, we I think we flew in like Brian and a group of us. Um, I think there's four or five directors that were in our group for the day after doing and uh, who was there? Shadman and. Perna. They they left quite a reputation, I can tell you that. <laughs> so we we had to go in and clean Look, up he's, the, he's, we had Jerry's to go in like, and clean up this is news to me. We yeah. had to go in yeah. and clean up the reputation. So here's Cliff cleaning up do, after dueling again. But <laughs> but we were to bed by like ten fifteen yeah, every night. Yeah. That's, so there's yeah. there's the so, reputation. So yeah. first off I am a Texas fan, you know, being a Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yes, we yes. are going there. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Where's the mute button now? And, uh, okay. well, I think we're done. I do have to say, you know, comparison of people have asked me quite a bit so uh my whole family went and as did a lot of ours it was very family friendly compared to vegas uh so we had a really good time uh kind of familiar with texas because we've been there last couple years with cattle shows but uh texas ranger stadium is something else i mean yeah yeah yeah, just i mean i'd love to see a, a baseball game there sometime it was just huge and for those guys to put on a production with, what, three months of planning? Mm-hmm. I don't know how they did it. Yeah. It was remarkable. I mean, the Cowboy Christmas was split into was five, different th- five different areas. And, yeah. you know, from uh, the Will Rogers uh, uh, Center to, uh, what, Col- what was it, Coliseum, I guess. And, I mean, it was all over. But it, it was phenomenal how – in. Us being as board members, we have respect for those people that put that on. And Las Vegas Convention Center had their their you know Cowboy Christmas signs there, so they were a part of it. So here it is, Las Vegas gave that up, but they were willing to come and to come and help to make sure this thing continued, which in my eyes was huge. Um, you know, the production was. I mean, obviously it's different. Thomas and Mac, because Thomas and Mac is pretty small and loud, mm-hmm. where that thing was huge, and you know the sound was. Of course, I guess it depends on where you're sitting, but uh, I was in the Euchre seats, but, I mean, they're, you know, all we're going to Yeah, I know, I know. Well, the governor, yeah. But uh, it, it was a good time. I really enjoyed Texas. But it was it was, pre- it was pretty ho- it was pretty open by the time we got there. You know, we were able well, to. at least uh, Fort Worth, right? Mm-hmm. I love Cowtown, and uh, mm-hmm. the old, old Fort Worth town was phenomenal. I mean, Carrie and I ended up spending 
too much quite a bit of, too much time quite a bit of time uh, just enjoying the the, the street uh, outdoors you know and so it was a little bit more open and and, and and relaxing and just enjoying catching up again with people seeing people right there'd been so much fear just hanging in the air and that was so liberating to go to Texas, to be outdoors, and just kind of relax and connect with people. And in, I love Fort Worth. I've been there before, but I, I really did enjoy this last one in, in December. I mean, Vegas is special, and, and I, I know we're going back to Vegas for the NFR and always enjoy Las Vegas, but uh, that one year in Fort Worth and Arlington was very cool. I think the the one thing there is uh, we, we got the pleasure of talking with uh, Shane Hanchy a couple of months ago, and uh, – what he he said the same thing Fort Worth or Fort Worth and and Arlington just the DFW area they took it ran with it and owned it and did a great job he goes and Shane my my interpretation of what Shane was saying was going back to Vegas but Vegas learned something by what Texas was doing and uh, so I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing maybe not a Texas flavor in Vegas but it's clear that they did it really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just hoping the nachos and brisket oh, that we had in Texas was, shows up in Vegas. Yeah. That's my vote, all right? I bet that was phenomenal. Yeah, the barbecue was amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, the food, I bet you, oh, was man. good. Oh. It was amazing. Yeah. What You know, so uh, we were venturing uh, toward, the, uh, toward the Hall of Fame, and we really need to make sure we shine a spotlight on that. Um, you know, with the with Pro Rodeo um, honoring a with the the Ellensburg Rodeo with, with the uh, Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame. So, tell us about that. Uh, give us an idea of what that that day that week is going to look like for for the rodeo board. So um, it's been a little bit of a slow trail on the the chain of events of how things are going to happen. But uh, on July fifteenth, they're going to have a their fundraising golf tournament. I think most of the board will be in either late the 15th or the 16th on that Friday. Um, we have the uh, the ball, and there's going to be some interviews and stuff of that nature. And then Saturday the 17th is the actual induction into the Hall of Fame. So um, it looks like pretty much the whole board's going. Um, I've invited all the past directors um, because this was – this induction is for the Ellensburg Rodeo Board Committee. So this isn't something that I did, Kerry did, Brian did. This is something that every director that's been on the board has been part of. So it's an extremely huge honor. And I, I just reaching out to every director that's uh, been part of it, and they're all welcome. There's some interest in quite a few of them showing up. And I believe there's even some locals that are going to go just to see it happen. Um, I just uh, secured a uh, an official photographer today, <laughs> so Molly Morrow is going to fly down and she will be down. there yeah. awesome. with her husband Joe, and she's going to be our photographer for this event. Um, very much looking forward to it, um, as well as all the other inductees. Right. So it's 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 been a long road, and it's it's great honor and i think our whole entire board's super excited to uh be part of this and correct me if i'm wrong i think last year's class is this year's class they're not mixing anything so correct uh the spotlight will be on you and and uh the other entrance that's correct yeah yep um 
it's one of those things where guys were expecting it last year. Uh, kind of like when we were talking about uh, with our royalty, Cora and Clara, uh, you know, just having to wait another year to to have the honor of representing the Ellensburg Rodeo. Was it, has it been the anticipation kind of just kind of getting to you, or have you guys just been busy with making sure this year's rodeo gets put on well? Well, I, I agree the anticipation because um, of the honor of it, but um, we have been really busy just – working diligently to uh, get to the next level um, for this event. So when that day shows up and we're all down there, um, Brian's probably going to cry. Um, <laughs> yep. Kerry will, will definitely cry. I'm the sensitive type. Um, but I'm going to tell you um, the honor that uh, every board member, whether it's uh, a past board member, Diamond Director, or a current, um, we're, we're going to be very excited, happy, and put our best foot forward to uh, but, represent Kittitas Valley. The, the best part is it lands on my birthday. <laughs> Does it really? July 17th. You know, how did they plan that around my birthday? <laughs> so they They're so get, inducted in the, <laughs> get inducted in the Ellensburg Rodeo the same day turns 29. That's right. I mean, that's yeah, amazing. amazing. That, uh, that would it be is 30. Um, 30. 59, 59. Uh, it'll be, it'll be 30. And we've already... Done a lineup on how everybody's going to be staged, and we're going to put Kerry in the back. So he's, <laughs> he's the shortest. He's the shortest, you know, right along with his little midget friends. We'll put him in the back so we don't have to see him. <laughs> but if you think about it, I mean, you, you talk about Where's past past committees, past directors. You know, I remember when the Gold Buckle uh, Club the was upstairs be in the in the grandstands, and I remember when this was pens and and. You know, before Section Nine was built, right, and and uh, I just before the the second uh, video screen was there, there in the uh, what is that, the uh, southwest corner of the arena. So I mean, you just talk about the committees that, like, every year it seems like there's something just a little bit different, like holding tradition, uh, keeping it, you know, up to date and trendy, holding on to some tradition. It just seems like that's just been a priority of the rodeo every single year and that's probably what colorado springs is noticing you're right it, it is i mean we're always um trying to come up with something bigger better faster and uh do our best part to make it what we can um doesn't mean we're always 100 percent right but i can guarantee you every single director puts everything they got into it um buck minor is a, a great example so when I got off the plane from Tokyo, I got the phone call that I had been um, nominated to be a director. And uh, I, I went to the meeting that next week, and Buck Miner shook my hand and said, Welcome to the Ellensburg Rodeo Board. This is going to be the most expensive thing you've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're not always going to agree, but always put your best foot forward. And before you leave the meeting every night, you walk in as friend, you walks out as friends, and always put everything you got forward. So those are the things that I'll be thinking about when I'm down there. Do you know? Um, are are they? You know, I, I've read of. I've never been to Colorado Springs for the for the Hall of Fame ceremony. Are you going to be asked to speak? Or you guys? I mean, is there somebody going to be representing? Hopefully, doing is it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, as president, I will be asked to speak. Um, um, I'm going to put a little bit different format, a different spin on it. 
So um, I'll probably accept, have a very short speech, then I'm going to hand it over to the longest-running board member, Rick Cole. Mm-hmm. And since we're going to have some uh, diamond directors there, I'm going to ask one of them to uh, also speak because, like I said, it's not just about us. It's about the whole board right. all the way through. So um, just kind of share it a little bit. I think it's important that every person that's uh, still around um, have that opportunity, and that is uh, my way of making sure that we get, like, the current, the oldest, and then the past. What What are some of the things that uh, – um What's the focus of the of the board this year and, and, and going into next year in terms of grandstands or, or you know, changes to the, you know, the feel or the footprint of the arena? Sure. We've actually for many years have been working on reimagining the footprint of the grandstands and how to renew them. Every generation of this board has continued to improve and change the footprint of the rodeo and the facilities and a lot of that we've seen frankly is starting to be a little bit old a little bit long in the tooth Uh, so we have to keep that spirit of renewal and and renovation alive and so we've been working on that frankly for many years working with the county first and foremost this is actually a county-owned facility a lot of people think of it as the Ellensburg Rodeo Arena and we're proud of that from a branding and an icon standpoint but the technical owners are the county uh, and we've also been working with the city and as well as the state. So we've gone through a number of planning sessions. Uh, we've hired an architect uh, several years ago to come up with what they call a 60% design concept. We've taken those ideas to the legislature for some potential funding. And so thrilled to announce that uh, this year's legislature uh, has awarded, uh, albeit a small amount, it's uh, $1.4 million to basically get started. Uh, the entire design, uh, the last time it was priced was in that $12 million range. And as we all know, uh, yeah. prices have skyrocketed substantially yeah. in the last several months or a few years. So we don't know exactly how much it's going to cost to do everything we want to do. It's going to be a lot. Uh, but the state has started a partnership with us. We have a great partnership with the county. And we've also been in discussions with the city. And so between the city the county, the rodeo board, and the state. Over the course of the next handful of years, we see renewing an awful lot of the grandstand. So we have some sketches and some images of what it could look like. Uh, We're super excited. We really want to take the facility to the next level uh, that's representative of what we believe the production uh, and the value of our rodeo is. And so uh, it's, it's something that we've been working on for many years. We've been hopeful of, and we've had some starts and some false starts and some disappointments along the way, but that's life. But uh, we're thrilled to have, I think, an, another positive uh, step forward with, with regard to that. So was that something we, you know, earlier we were talking about how, you know, board members share ideas and talk about successes and, and trials, I guess you could say. Um, you know, I'm thinking about arenas that have changed a little bit, and I, you know, I, I've been to Pendleton before and after the 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 bowl was done. I mean, do you kind of talk to them? And I mean, that was I guess now ten years ago or so when that was built. Maybe even longer than that now. But uh, so lumber prices were definitely cheaper then than they are now today and stuff like that. But is that is that another thing you can go to board members like, hey, how did you 
do your upgrades and, and sure you know. you know you you referenced uh omac earlier this evening yeah. when you were talking with the royal court I remember their old if arena. you recall yeah. uh the previous rendition of their uh, arena was frankly <laughs> quite dilapidated and yeah. struggling and they they were able to get some partnership with their county and and the state as well to help them renew their grandstands and so that's just an example of working with folks to better understand what's working for them but that, that is also something we look at when we visit a variety of, of uh, other rodeos, just to, to see what's the layout, what's the footprint, where do they park people, where do they handle their sponsors, where do they, what, what kind of facilities do they have, where do they hang their scoreboards, I mean, all kinds of things. And so we're looking at improving that. And then also the, the county wants to make this facility more valuable year-round to the extent possible. So there's, there's just basic improvements in infrastructure, plus just you know, safety things, right? You know, walking up up and down uh, the rise run pattern uh, yeah. is not really up to code anymore, right? So just things like that that we need to improve to, to get greater ADA access and the like. And again, we're looking to the next generation. You know, when we step off this board, what have we done to improve the facilities and our production value to the next generation so they can just take it a next step and a next step? That's our obligation is to keep taking those steps. Right. What have we missed? What do we need to talk about? Parade stuff. Ah, parade. Uh, that's just another example of something that's a part of our portfolio of events. We, we don't uh, necessarily um, brand it a lot, but the parade is actually produced by the Ellensburg Rodeo. Uh, we work with the city to get the various permitting and the logistics in place, but we, uh, in partnership with our top hands, we've got a wonderful top hand and volunteer group that helps us produce an awful lot of what we do across Labor Day weekend. Uh, the parade is something that they take a lot of pride in, and so the, the rodeo produces the parade. Uh, again, there's restrictions and issues that we have to comply with. Uh, we're working with the health department. We have a meeting next week with the city to work out particulars, but we believe that things will be just fine, and we anticipate having a parade like we've always had, and uh, we're looking forward to it. Yeah, good. I know that's a, I mean, that's just yet another tradition. Uh, it would seem weird to be on Pearl Street on Saturday morning and not see you guys on horseback. Will we see you on horseback on the parade or in your chariot? I'm, I'm liking the chariot idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rosie. Yeah. I just can't. Uh, I, I am picturing. That's why I paused for right there because I can see just Doolin just whipping, going. Yeah. Leading, leading the pack down the road. Get him some sort of toga or something <laughs> oh, like God, that. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Yeah. No pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Only Actually, videos. Cora has offered me one of her horses to uh, to ride oh, Grand Entry, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. We'll give it a shot. I'm a little leery, but we'll give it a shot. You know, talking about the parade a little bit, you know, there's a group of us led by the, the posse last year that rode the parade route. We had to do it in reverse because of one-way streets, but – you wouldn't believe the amount of people that came out just to watch. And there's probably 20 horses, people on horseback. Um, they had the parade route, and uh, the owner of Campus U Totem had, had uh, called me. He said, are you guys going to be coming by campus? And I said, oh, yeah. He goes, all right. We, we get by <laughs> campus, and uh, there's probably, I don't know, eight kids out there, and they all wearing or waving the American flag. And... Yep. <laughs> After we went by, he called me later. He goes, he goes, you made my our kids' day, because everybody was kind of lost, yeah. you know, on uh, myself included. I think a lot of the board members got the heck out of town just trying to deal with not having a rodeo last year. But you know, parades, a, 
a huge part of what Ellensburg Rodeo does, and and I don't think people realize that. And you know, again, you know, going back to the history and the family sitting in the same spots every time, you know, and you you get used to that. Right. And uh, that was a pretty empty feeling last year, but really excited that uh, we have, hopefully have the opportunity to make that thing happen this year. Well, I believe the power of positive thought, and we're, we will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's going to be, <clears throat> even if it is whatever capacity, I think there's going to be such a special atmosphere. Just knowing the things that we've gotten to do in life that we didn't get to do for a year and just yeah. missing it. I think it makes you appreciate what, you know. Oh, yeah. And I think uh, everybody I've talked to in the community, and I can tell you the, the guys sitting to the right of me of, uh, you guys are going to have rodeo, right? We need it. The community yeah. needs says yeah. we need it. Yeah. And well, I, that's, that's one of the keys to this whole thing. You know, we talk about the rodeo and the events that we do, but, you know, we don't just put on a rodeo. This is the 13th month of the year for every business in town. Yeah. Um, yep. It makes or breaks a lot of these businesses. And, and a lot of them, you know, they've, they've been hurt. They they got knocked down really hard. So that's uh, another thing that we look at is, you know, let's make this happen, do the best we can, and let's let everybody – enjoy some of the rewards from it because right down to uh the model cleaners and you know getting left trevor brazil stuff all the years and then having to ship it off and you know <laughs> they they sit there for 10 days after rodeo and uh um clean clothes and send them off i mean mm-hmm. it's 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 every little aspect of this community that we're that we're looking out for right. oh yeah big time mm-hmm. big time well guys Thank you so much for uh, taking some time out of your day to come on with us. Thanks for having yeah. us. Thanks for having us. We appreciate it. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it again as we as we get. Uh, man, I'm all like jacked up, and I'm gonna have to wait yeah. three and a half months for. Uh, It'll be here before you know it. That's right. You're right. You're right. That's right. You're right. So we'll have to do this again. Yeah. Um, yeah and thank you again for sponsoring us, being a part yeah. of the. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Yeah. Keeps the mics on. Keeps the power on. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Hold it. You're using our power. <laughs> we're, we're in the gold buckle club, right? Negotiating county power. It was a good negotiation <laughs> late at night with yeah. Clifton. Mm-hmm. I, I do, I do like the fact of having it. Uh, this podcast in the gold buckle club, looking yeah. at the arena right now. I mean, it's it's hard what for people you? to know what we're uh, seeing right now, but we have some uh, people out there riding horses, and it just kind of gets you the feel of oh, yeah. what we're really talking about. Absolutely. We'll have to get the cameras fired up here and back on the YouTube here shortly because right. this is this is pretty awesome. I yep. Mean, we're never going to have to go back to Big Country Studios in the cold garage. No. <laughs> Again. No, especially so, in the wintertime. Yeah, geez. terrible idea. Yeah. Horrible idea. Yeah, I'm right. glad that uh, you guys didn't wear your sweatpants, you know, and uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, actually dressed up to, for the occasion. <laughs> we so. had to get out of our slippers for yeah. this one. Yeah. So <laughs> it, was a, it was a little tough at first, but worth it. Awesome. Well, thank you, guys. Until next time. John, thank you. Thank you, sir. I, you better start getting your voice warmed up because I am going to be there for the audition. <laughs> I'll be there. Of John Gudet <laughs> and the Cow Pie Shit Kickers. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave on that note. Take care. Thanks.